and welcome back to Perform Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. And before we get on with today's show, I just want to let you guys know that our free monthly online performing arts magazine is now available to download. All you need to do is head to pamag.co.uk or you can follow the link in our show notes to download your free copy of Performing Arts Mag. Don't forget, if you love these episodes, please head to iTunes to leave us a review. All reviews help us get noticed by more performers and help get more free information and industry insight out there to help as many people as we can. A huge thank you for your support and without further ado, let's get on with the show. So in today's episode, I thought it'd be really useful if I shared with you all my top tips and all my information on what you need to wear for different kinds of auditions. Now I've briefly touched on it, I think in the um, acting audition tips one, I I briefly touched on what you could wear for acting rounds and uh, at standing out auditions, I think I put something in there as well. You know, um, and it's kind of been split up. So I thought it'd be super convenient that if you've got an audition coming up and you're not quite sure what to take or what to wear, that you can listen to this episode and hopefully it will help you identify what things are in your wardrobe that are going to work. Um, so we're going to cover all different things. We're going to cover dance rounds, movement calls, singing rounds, acting rounds, online auditions, self-tape, screen tests, and what dressing to suggest means. So we're going to cover all of it. So don't panic. Um, feel free to like skip on to different sections um, if you're packing or stressing the night before an audition trying to find exactly what you need to wear. Um, believe you me, you will not be the first and you will not be the last. We've all been there. Um, so feel free to skip and come back to it um, or listen all the way through and just make mental notes so that when you have your next audition, whatever the brief is, you know that you're going to be ready and prepared. So let's start with dance and movement calls. So these are very similar in terms of what you need to wear. So I would always make sure that I'm wearing something I can move in. Now, even if you're going to a movement call, the clue is in the name. Movement. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've often seen like people turn up to movement calls in jeans. And then it's been like a more dancey based movement call. And they've had to do like kicks down the room or like jetés and stuff, which might happen. Um, and then they've been unable to even complete the audition because of what they're wearing is so restrictive that they can't actually do it um so for starters whether you're going to a dance or a movement call make sure it's something you can easily move in and it's not something that you're going to be restricted in or it's not going to be you're not going to be worried about things popping out I've seen that before as well you know people come to the movement calls and we're like oh it's only movement it's not a dance call so I'll turn up in bra in my little bralette or whatever and then there's things jumping about and they're holding them in. So try and make sure it's something that you, you've you not got to stress about. Audition days are stressful enough without adding extra stresses of, oh my God, is my boob going to stay in as well? Do you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, try and find something that you're, that you're going to be comfy in. Find something that's going to be sweat proof as well. Because when I saw that person in jeans, 
in the movement hall, they were sweating and like darker patches started coming up and they were just overly warm and the rest of their body was like radiating heat because none of it was able to go out through the legs. Um, it was a long, it was a long hour or so for them. Um, so try and make sure that whatever you've got is sweat proof as well, because there's nothing worse than like you getting halfway through. I mean, we all know we're going to get sweaty, but if you've got like massive sweat patches, I know I get really self-conscious and then I like don't want to lift my arms as well. Well, you don't want to have to deal with that in an audition because originally I used to go in this, um, like red crop top and it's lovely and it makes me you know it's really bright it looks great but when I lifted my arms up because I was sweating so much from the audition the whole of the side panels of the t-shirt were a different color to the front and I just got so self-conscious so that one has been scrapped I no longer wear that (laughs) to auditions because although you know you're gonna sweat um it just looks really excessive and a lot more dramatic than it actually was um so I've abandoned that top now because I was worried that I couldn't like lift my arms in the audition because I was that like embarrassed about it being such a different color because I was so sweaty which is a bit ridiculous some people aren't bothered and if you're not bothered then absolutely go for it but if you know it's something that might play on your mind then I like to eliminate all risk of it being there So I would advise you to wear something. If it's a dance call, it's normally first round. You know, if you're going in for a specific singer's call, then maybe your singing will be first. But a lot of the time, dance calls are first. And that's because it's the easiest way to cut people down and work out very quickly who's trained professionally and who hasn't. So, you know, even steps down the room, step kicks down the room, you're going to know who's been in training and who hasn't. So it's just the quickest way to make a cut. Um, so often you'll find that the dance course can be first. So with that, you want to wear something that makes you stand out. You're going to be in a room full of a lot of people, especially when COVID restrictions lift again, when we're going back into the full force of it, there will be packed audition rooms again, which I'm kind of want to say that I've missed a little bit, but at the same time, maybe not, I don't know who knows we'll figure out when I get back in the room (laughs) um but yeah try and make sure that you're wearing something bright that will make you stand out and a color that really like suits you and the great thing about having like a color or a certain pattern is the panel can be like ah the boy in the red or the girl in the purple or the person in the jazzy print do you know what I mean they can like remember you and that's a lot easier than remembering number 574 did well or do you know what I mean it's so much easier to see colors and patterns and remember them and remember the people being in them than it is to remember their faces when they're seeing loads of faces numbers when they've got millions of numbers in front of them you know so that makes it a lot easier for them um so I would always advise especially if you have more than one round on the same day or um, even like in a week's time, if you get a call back, always try and wear the same thing to your dance rounds. Um, you know, if you get a bit sweaty, try and have like at least the same color or the same print or like very similar or even like get two, two of the same tops so that you've got one. And then when you get really sweaty, you can change into the other one, but it's still the same. It really does help the panel remember you. And it may sound like, 
crazy detailed but honestly when you get to that point where you want to book that job because it's your income you do absolutely everything to make sure that you've got the best possible chance and I would always recommend you doing that from day one really it just it just gives you the best chance and in this industry it can be really tough and you you're not going to just walk into um every audition and just get the part that's not how it goes as we're very well much aware so I think it's about giving yourself the best chance possible and knowing how to play the game a little bit um so yeah I'd always advise wearing the same thing or something very very similar to each round so that the panel can remember you because if you get changed they might be like oh I don't know where the girl in the red went and I really liked her but I can't work out which one it is now oh never mind do you know what I mean and then you could get cut when they knew they really wanted to keep you for the next round so always try and wear the same thing in the dance and movement calls not only do you have to think about obviously what you're wearing but also think about your footwear um you know the the most unexpected footwear can be needed at auditions I know someone recently that I know went in for a vocalist for a cruise line um and they got told if they did anything it'd be jazz and maybe musical theater jazz and heels so they took their jazz shoes and their heels and they made sure they'd read all the audition info um so they were really prepared and then they got to the audition on the day and they were like oh there's um a tap number in in this show um and we actually can't decide between all your vocalists so it's going to come down to the tap and obviously none of them knew that they were going to need tap shoes um because it didn't say so on the audition criteria so they all ended up having to tap in bare feet to see who was going to be able to to do the job and you know um I'm not saying take every single pair of shoes that you've got with you but I think it does help to research the show and see if there is a big tap number in it take your tap shoes just in case they may not do it for further rounds but wouldn't you rather be the one to be able to whip out your tap shoes and be like I've got actually got them with me do you want me to put them on rather than um oh I didn't know we were going to be doing that it just makes you feel a lot more centered in yourself and even though they've not asked you to bring tap shoes it does make you look good and you know they'll be like oh that girl's or that boy's so prepared um and I think that's really important to to remember and again it's about playing the game isn't it it's about just giving yourself a little helping hand you know doing everything you can to help you get in the room and book these jobs so they're the important things that I would definitely remember for dance calls and also like just think about the show um if you're going in for like Chicago a bit of mesh is great if you're going in for Mary Poppins do you really want a black mesh crop top and like I don't know like um bright bold like red bandana or something probably probably not if you're going in for we will rock you it'd be great but if you're going in for um say seven brides for seven brothers again probably not quite right having mesh and sparkles and you know um lycra and all those kind of things but flash dance get your lycra out do you know what I mean it's just being sensible and really thinking about the show 
and what you're going in for and what it contains um, as to how you dress so the panel can envision you in that show. So that's kind of touching on dress to suggest there, but I'll go further in detail about what that is at the end. So let's move on to singing rounds now. Now, singing rounds are very similar to interviews. I would say you always need to make sure you dress smart. This is the first time that the panel often get to speak to you as a human being. In the dance call, they probably won't get to talk to you. But in a singing call, you come in, you introduce yourself, the panel will have a little chat with you before you start to sing, or maybe even after this, you sing or both. So I always make sure when I'm going in for singing, I dress really, really smart, making sure that I look the best version of me possible. I like to represent my personality in what I'm going to wear, if obviously there's no specific character that I'm going in for. Um, then I like to really showcase who I am through my outfit. Um, and I think what's important to remember with that is, A, take the right undergarments, because I've been stuck with that before, where I've obviously taken my sports bar or whatever for the dance round, got to the singing round, I've got this dress on, and I'm like, oh, I did not pack a normal bra. Because I very rarely, I will hold my hands up and say this, I very rarely wear normal bras like a normal human being. It's either a sports bra or no bra. I just, I just don't bother. I've got tiny, tiny little things, so it's not really an issue. But... Um, I normally put a hoodie on to hide it. You can't do that. Can't do that in a singing audition. So when I got to putting my lovely dress on, I was like, ah, ah, made a little boo-boo there. Um, so that would be my advice is remember the correct undergarments that are going with your really nice outfit because the sports bra kind of ruins the look. Not gonna lie to you. Um, so I would always advise, you know, remembering to do that. And also with the singing rounds, when you're dressing really smart, take good footwear. Um, some people I've seen have taken really high heels to match their outfit, but then they can't stand and ground themselves properly to sing. And they're wobbling all over the place. Never mind thinking about the breathing or the singing or the acting. They're too busy wobbling. Find something that's going to be easy to walk in. Sometimes you're in like this massive studio and you've got to walk all the way across the room to the pianist, all the way back to the centre of the room to 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 sing. And like if you've got these wobbly heels on that you're like, oh, it's okay, I'm just going to stand there and sing. Try and avoid those pairs of shoes because it will be really awkward the whole time the panel is sat there while you're taking about six minutes to get to the piano and back. Not ideal. So I'd highly recommend taking shoes that you can actually sing in and walk in. Um, even if they look great with the outfit, sometimes you have to go with the more practical option than the pretty option, unfortunately. <clears throat> but also with that, you know, um, do remember to take the correct footwear. It's, it can be really off-putting when you've got a really lovely outfit and then ballet shoes on the bottom. Um, and because of all you remember to bring because you had a dance around beforehand. So always try and think the whole ensemble, not just this specific round do you know what I mean like the whole thing not just the the outfit that's going to be on your body think about the shoes think about the garments underneath and all that kind of stuff as well but yeah well singing really smart dress suit smart trousers and a nice top jumpsuit all those kind of things that are a little bit more dressy 
I would definitely recommend going for. Okay, acting. Now, if you don't know your role you're going in for, then I would always suggest going in neutral colours. And people always ask me, why do I say neutrals? And I get this question a lot. Basically, I once went in for a theatre and education job. And um, it was like a a group audition. We had no idea what shows were going to be done that year. But they were just casting for like a few members to join their theatre and education group. Um, And I went in really neutral clothing. Really neutral, really plain. And um, one person came suited and booted. Like really, really smart. And they kind of gave off car salesman vibes. It was like really mature kind of car salesman, lawyer, accountant kind of look. Um, And then someone else came in in like, in like really big logos, like Nike. Um, It was like a bright pink Nike top. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But obviously, everyone came into this room and I was dressed in all plain blacks and I thought, oh no, what what am I doing? But then, when we actually got the script, one show they were casting for was an NHS show. So they kind of wanted to promote people going into the NHS. Um, and it was like a really funny, upbeat show about... Um, doctors and nurses and and about what they do now if you think about what people were wearing the hot pink nike logo made it not very um how do i say it? it wasn't really promoting the right thing um it was just too young it looked like the outfit made them look really young it it didn't really go with the NHS doctory healthcare vibes. But then the person who dressed in a really smart suit, equally, it was meant to be fun and relatable as well. So there needed to be that fine balance. And I think the suit was too much and it typecast them as like a lawyer or something. And then the hot pink Nike outfit, it... I just didn't believe that they were a nurse because they were wearing hot pink Nike um, garments. And, you know, whether that was the reason or not that they did or did not book the job, um, you know, I think the panel would have struggled if I was struggling to, to, to envision them in the roles and the panel knew the roles better than I did. I think they'd have definitely struggled. Um, to envision them in that so that's why I always say if you don't know the role you're going in for go neutral because the panel can then just focus on your acting and work out if they can envision you in that role whereas if you've kind of dressed to suggest something that is completely wrong for the show but you didn't know it was completely wrong you're just adding an extra barrier and an extra challenge for yourself to book that job um So I hope that makes sense as to why I always wear neutral colours. So really plain. I often go in plain blacks because that's the way that they really prefer it, especially straight acting kind of um, teachers and schools and companies. They really like plain blacks. Also make sure it's something you can easily move in. You know, you do a lot of physical theatre. You have to walk across the room like a chicken sometimes. You know, you never know what you're going to get 
in a room. Um, so make sure that it's something you're able to move in because again, if you're restricting yourself, you're not going to be able to fully commit to, to, to the exercise or whatever's involved in the audition. And that could again prevent you from, from, from booking the job. So always make sure it's something you're easy to move in, especially if you end up getting something like physical theatre. You really want to make sure you're going to be able to move in it. For me, I when my hair is short, I have it down. But if my hair is long, which it sometimes gets to be, um, then I would always put my hair up so it's out the way, just so that it doesn't affect my performance. And you can clearly see my whole face because acting a lot of it is in the eyes. And if my hair is covering my eyes, that's not really helpful. Um, so, you know, just think about that. And I always go quite neutral with with my makeup, again, to avoid typecasting myself as someone who's a bit too glam. Um, you know, I, I just go really neutral so that they can see me either dolled up or kind of even more stripped back. But it's easy for them to see either way. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would do for, for dancing and acting rounds. And then if you know what part and what show you're going in for and what role you're going up for, then dress to suggest. I'll come to that at the very end, but keep that in mind. So if you don't know, go with all the tips I've just said. If you do know, hold on because I'm going to go into another level of what you need to do within all those things to dress to suggest as well. Right, before we do the dress to suggest section, let's just quickly talk about the current thing that is happening more and more, the online auditions and self-tapes. So the online auditions, um, again, as plain as possible, you know, if you've got something really jazzy on, it will really distract from the screen. You know, you wanna make sure that you're on a nice plain background to so make sure that your top's not the same color as the background. You don't just wanna be a floating head and completely blend in. So always try and make sure that, you know, you've got a nice plain top on with a nice le neckline um that really suits you a color that suits you well but try and not make it anything that's going to like suck the life out of the video and just be the sole focus you want to be the focus of a self tape not your lovely clothing yeah so make sure that it's you know as plain as possible really to help you um unless you're dressing to suggest which again I'll come back to in a moment so with online auditions self-tapes, really plain. Um, if you've got an interview, smarter, but obviously a representation of yourself. And then screen tests. If you're doing any kind of screen test where you need a green screen behind you, I hope this is obvious, but don't wear anything green. <laughs> if you've got a green screen, do not wear anything green in front of the green screen because you will also be green screened. Um, so that's just something to remember. Right, dressing to suggest. Dressing to suggest is not going in costume. Please no one turn up to a Disney open call in a full princess outfit. While I'm sure it would be beautiful and people would love it, it's not quite what they're going to go for. So, I saw someone at a Disney audition once and they must have been the most intelligent performer ever. They were obviously uh, Pocahontas kind of Mulan lookalike that they were going for. Um, and they'd done their hair in a beautiful bun and put like oriental accessories around it. 
And then she'd got her leotard on and tights ready for the dance call. But she'd got like, as a wrap to keep her warm, she'd got like this beautiful dragon kimono. Um, And it was beautiful. And then she took that off for the audition and put it back on while she was waiting or stretching or at the side of the room. Um, And then on her shoes as well, she had like this little dragon brooch which I thought was really clever um and what else did she do I can't really remember what else she has but she had like a neckline that was like quite high necked but showed her collarbone off which is obviously a lot of the princesses have quite prominent collarbones so she just did it really well and it was kind of like almost an off-the-shoulder leotard to give her that princess vibey look um, but really intelligently, that is a great way to dress to suggest. So it doesn't mean going in costume, but it just means adding things to your outfit that suggest that you'd be right for the character. And needless to say, she booked the job. She is probably working, I don't know which resort it was. Um, I think it was either, I think it might have been the Hong Kong Disney. Um, but she booked the jobs. So, you know, no questions about that. I'd have booked her for the job. <laughs> um so it's a really, really intelligent thing to dress to suggest. It just helps the panel see you as the character. So for, so for example, there's a hard one like Nancy with Oliver. Um, let's use that as an example. If you know you're going in for Nancy, you're going in for a singing round, you're gonna dress really smart, something that represents you. Now, Nancy is quite poor in Oliver. She doesn't have a lot of money, so she wouldn't have been in these beautiful clothes. So what I would do is dress in what I normally wear, but then just add something like a shawl to like help you embrace that character. Just something, don't come in and full on rags. Um, go in with an interview because you are yourself at first, you know, show your bit of personality through that, but then just add something like a shawl to just suggest that you're right for the character. Little things like that can be tiny but makes such a huge difference for the panel to help them envision you as as uh, that role and I think it's really important to remember that when people come in the room their first thought isn't oh what if we shoved a wig on them what if we um you know dress them in this that is not what they think about they see what's in front of them oh she hasn't got short hair or you know so if you're going in for like Roxy Hart and you've got really long hair, why not pin it up or pin half of it up so it looks like you've got less hair? Do you know what I mean? It's things like that, just being really intelligent about your your choices in the room. Um, so I think dressing to, to suggest is a really important element of auditioning. It's just something we can do to just give ourselves a helping hand. It's really intelligent to just bring subtle hints to the character to subliminally message the panel to say that you're right for the role. You know, they can easily start forming this picture of you being in that role. They're going to call you back. Or even better, they might actually book you for the job. So really have a think when you're going to your auditions how you can use all the tips that we've talked about and really utilise what you've got in your wardrobe. Have a good rummage through 
borrow siblings, your parents, your partners, stuff. I've done all of the above. Um, and just see what you can find that will be that will be useful and helpful to you. Um, you know, and and have a look from everything to your hair accessories to your shoes, remember your undergarments, all those kind of important elements so that you come together and at least if nothing else, you know, happens, you've nailed it on the clothing front. And that is half the battle is envisioning you as the character. So by doing this dress to suggest, you're you're really already there, you know, obviously talent and being nice to work with in the room and ability and all those kind of things come into play as well but it just gives you a lot less to stress about um you don't need to worry if everyone's going to turn up in a similar thing or um you know if you look right for the part you're kind of going to be already dealing with that issue yeah so I hope that that's been helpful and that if you ever go to an audition you can come back and have a little listen, have a skip through to the sections that you might need. But I hope that this was a really helpful episode. Before I go, I just want to say a huge thank you for everyone's support with the launch of Performing Arts Mag. Now, if you have not signed up, we've got our June and July edition out. It is completely free and downloadable online. You can go to performingartsmag.co.uk. I'll put the link in the show notes and download your free copies of our magazine. And they're literally there just to help performers and performing arts schools. And from August, we're going to have a whole performing arts school section with a very own dance and theatre school expert as well. So not only we have industry insight and interviews and activities and resources, there will also be other sections in there from August to help performing arts students, performers and performing arts schools. So a massive thank you for listening. I've been your host, Bethany Unwin, and I hope you've really enjoyed this episode of Performer Talks. Have a great week, everyone, and I'll speak to you very soon.